All right, so welcome to the the first podcast. Ed, are you excited for this? You ready? Absolutely. All right. Uh, hey, everybody listening. This is the arts art art versus science. I had to check our logo for a second. Good Lord. <laughs> Off to a great start. <laughs> great start. Twenty twenty one. Perfect start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the art versus science podcast. Uh, this is the kind of podcast where you take two people of very different mindsets. You ask them a couple questions and they either start throwing their common ground eventually. Uh, I'm Matthew Knight. I am a commercial producer for an advertising agency here in South Mississippi. Across the table from me is my good friend, Ed. Ed, what do you do for a living? I, uh, well, I represent the science or tech side of the podcast. Um, with that being said, I work in HR. <laughs> yeah, but where? What, what company? Uh, the space one. <laughs> this uh, the space. Okay. Yeah, the space one. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to say. Oh, names, okay. But okay. But they handle space. You. You probably know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, an so administration I, that handles. Pre- previous to that, though, I was. I was a field services technician. So I mean, I. I come from a pretty strong science techie background. So to say you're qualified, I is would say an I'm qualified. There you go. Yeah. Cool. Well. Uh, Today's topic, the very first episode, we're going to talk a little bit about our respective jobs, how we got them, what we made, do we wish we made more, and what other people can make, and you know, do they need college degrees and stuff like that. So how did how did you get into your current job, Ed? How did you get into your field of work if you want to start more broad? <laughs> I <that> would, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, that's a fun one. So, I mean, I, I would definitely say, like, as a kid... I mean, I think a lot of people's interests start with like video games and just straight up technology sides of things. But um, you think I don't know. I mean, I I like problem solving. I like technical. I've always liked math and science when I was in school. So most people, I mean, and it makes completely logical sense. You just kind of like tie that into technology. Um, I mean, and of course, post high school, I went to college for programming. Um, conveniently enough, I never actually used that in my technical career. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I think a lot of people can relate to that. That's a lie. <laughs> um, but, I mean, where I am today, uh, I actually worked at a big tech retailer for most of my living career currently. I mean, in the, uh, what is it, eight years now that we've been out of high school. God, um, it's no, we're going on nine years now because reunions 2022. Okay, sorry, we're not that old. Yeah, <laughs> we're not. We're not that so, old. I mean, but in, in the eight years of vast majority, I was working at a tech retailer, and you kind of very quickly learned that that's not the right kind of tech <laughs> like, that you want to do. Um, but I mean, from that, I met a lot of people. Uh, I mean, I just I kept trying. I mean, one thing about the tech industry is obviously it's, it's growing, there's a lot, a lot of people. Um, really trying to get in on that bank and you just have to find your foot in the door. And I can't tell you how many different times I applied for the space place. Um, <laughs> so you, you got your, you got your foot inside a very uh, heavily government backed door now. So you're kind of yeah. doing all right. Um, I mean, but it, 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 it took a lot. I mean, I, I will say it was probably three or four years of applying. And finally someone's like, Hey, uh, do you want a job? We can't find anyone else. <laughs> sure. 
Yeah, so, but I mean, you've but you've obviously got the skills to do the job because you're still doing the job. You got a promotion recently. You're yeah, like, and, and and I I will say, um, like I said, I, I went to school, and to be dead honest, when it comes to like with my technical ability, that's not really where I learned like what I do. And I think I think a lot of people can relate to the fact that like with technology, I mean, if you're tech savvy, you kind of know how to find answers to things. So a lot of stuff, I mean, it's it's looking up on YouTube, it's Googling. I mean, it's just peeling it apart. Oh, for sure. Know, yeah. Like when, that. when most people ask me, you know, how do I know to do what I do? I mean, I went to college. Sure. But that just gave me like the technical know-how, like the skills that I picked up. I tell them I went to the university of YouTube because yeah, everybody out there that's getting, you know, the millions of views, they're the ones that actually taught me, Hey, this is why this looks good. This is why this doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. And then they give you better real world examples for you to follow. Cause you can go out with a camera and then shoot the exact same thing in your backyard and then apply that to yourself. So yeah, I get that. Yep. But uh, I mean, that's that's pretty much how I landed where I'm at. Um, I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm currently I'm working at HR just because, like me personally, I just strive to always take the greatest opportunity that's provided. So I mean, but with that, I also do help develop the space place uh, applications. So all of their HR applications, I am there to facilitate its development. So I would say that's kind of techie still. That sounds pretty techie. Yeah. And I mean, you you have a college degree. Mm-hmm. Is it okay if we say what kind of college degree? I have an associate's degree. Okay, yeah, because like of technology, <laughs> right? So not your typical four year or even a master's that some people would assume is necessary mm-hmm. to work in the tech field. And you're Absolutely. and you're working at. It's it's space not place. yeah the space place <laughs> the space place yes. with an associate's degree that's yes so I mean that's a impressive a lot of hard work <laughs> yeah like <laughs> yeah you put in a lot of hard work and you're you're still putting in hard work but I mean that's that's kind of like a cool story that people I think need to hear that just because you went to a four year degree doesn't mean you'll get to the place you want to get to immediately yeah and, so yeah I, I I will say that um I guess that that might have been something you were trying to <laughs> to hint me at earlier. So I, d- I did go to school. I got an associate's degree in computer programming technology from a local community college, a Mississippi Gulf Coast. Um, I mean, I'll honestly say I didn't even have the greatest GPA. So that could have resulted in my three to four year journey of applying and getting denied. Um, See, I think that's that's a good, <laughs> that's a big difference between your field and my field. Like. I, they don't really look at GPAs for me. Most of the time, they don't even look at whether or not I went to college or someplace. They want more of the work experience. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely say it's going to, from my experience, it, it's going to depend on what kind of job you're looking for. So w- within the, the tech field. So the good thing and the bad thing, uh, to go back to what I was talking about earlier, I mean, it's a very populated field of work. So you have so many people that are getting themselves qualified by going through school. And then so when you have so many applicants, you look at, all right, who can we cut? Because if, if you've got one position open up and you get a 1,000 applicants, it's like, all right, let's look at different attributes of these people. And you, that's when you start pulling in GPAs and stuff Now, like is that. that for most tech experience. places or is that are you speaking specifically for the space place? No, I, I mean, I would say, like, it it's not necessarily per the company, but just – the type of work that you're doing. If you're if you're doing more engineer type work, you're gonna probably look at people with the experience, and then after experience, you're gonna look at that level of education, what they've got. Because I think, I mean, it definitely depends. Um, obviously, a lot on experience because a fresh out 
fresh out of college person with a bachelor's degree in electrical engineering versus somebody with a, you know, maybe an older bachelor's degree in electrical engineering, but they have 10 years of experience. Like that's, or even, I mean, somebody with a master's degree, but that's fresh out of college in electrical engineering. But then you've got the guy with 10 years of experience, a BS in electrical engineering. Mm -hmm. Who do you hire? I'd probably hire the guy that's been doing it for 10 years. Yep. You know, so, I mean, that's, there's a lot of if ands or buts, but when it comes to stuff like you have field technicians, you have people that are going out for fixing people's computers. I mean, I'm not looking for the guy with a bachelor's degree in electrical engineering. I'm looking for the guy that just has a basic knowledge of computers and go do this. Okay, so not so so not too different than from the arts field, because like I I was up against a dude that had a bachelor's degree like me, and he had ten plus years in the field. But I ended ended up getting picked, even though I had only been doing professional work for maybe a year, year and a half tops hmm. professionally, and it was because my my resume, like my real, my online portfolio, had the work that they liked and it had the look that they were they were wanting, and so they ended up going with me instead. See, I I would think in in your field that like you could get dated pretty quick. I mean, like, and that, sa- that sounds weird coming from like the technology world. And I, I guess it's, it's true. Cause there's always yeah. something new, but like, I mean, that's, that's the great, that's like, like the common unifier. Like, if you're not always willing to innovate yourself with, right. with the world, yeah, you're going to fall behind. Yeah. Cause you can have 10 years worth of experience, but if your work isn't up to date and you're still making stuff that looks like a nineties film, exactly. You know, then it's like the, the minute yeah. you, the minute you think that you don't have to learn anything new is the minute that you're out of the game. That's yeah. yeah. So what about you? Right. So uh, we actually went to the same junior college. Uh, I got an associate. I don't think I ever saw you. We <laughs> we might have passed each other in the halls, but like know. once. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I got an associate of arts at MGCCC. That that sounds almost as bad as a bachelor of arts <laughs> from the University of Southern Mississippi. And I I mean it's cool. I'm glad I got to go to college. I needed it because I am I'm very bad at teaching myself things. It's like I can't sit down and watch YouTube videos all day. I need someone physically there to show me what to do. And so like I graduated, got my degree, and yeah, just looking at Bachelor of Arts sitting on my wall. I, sometimes you wish that it said science or something on there. I just want to plug that like my degree is not even on my wall. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally sitting on the floor in a room in the other room. Like, <laughs> right. That's. I mean, sometimes that's how much that that paper's worth. Like, like you said. I mean, you got the job because of experience and not your degree kind of thing. And the the photo that's in there isn't like a graduation photo. It's my wedding photo. <laughs> right next to my degree <laughs> there you go yeah, yeah. that's a little more important i guess you know you're to me you're forever yes, person absolutely. exactly yeah and i mean when i got out of college it's like you said there were so many people vying for jobs and it's it's just as bad i think down here if not worse than in you know places where there is a larger industry for both of our jobs because in south mississippi there's not many jobs with a lot of you know high-end tech places or advertising places we're not a very large cultural center so I had zero work experience and I had a bachelor's degree. That's it. I didn't get a job until six months out of college and it was working at a lumber mill, <laughs> 45 minutes north of I where that. I lived, right? <laughs> and, you know, and I got that job because a friend of mine was working there and he was upper middle management. He was a another computer engineer guy and I needed rent money. My side of the table. Exactly. Yeah. Your side of the table. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, all my friends are in tech. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I needed rent it was, or it was time to move back in the parents and I didn't want to move backwards. So I started working night shift 7P to 7A at a lumber mill in Taylorsville, Mississippi. 
And luckily, that gave me enough money to save up to take a part-time job at a news station in Hattiesburg. And then from there, I got a full-time job at a separate news station also in Hattiesburg. Worked there for a year. And then after that, I you actually showed me the job that was available down here that I'm working at now. I applied for it. <laughs> <laughs> I did not get it. <laughs> well, see, well, and see, that's the thing. You actually might have did, I guess, what like I did. I had a bunch of YouTube videos up previously. You know, not all of them were super successful, but uh, the job that the people that hired me said that was the video that they ultimately said, that's it, that's the guy we want, was I made a short little music video of me and my my wife, then girlfriend, and her family at Disney World. And I made a short little video montage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a, it's a decent video. But yeah, that's the video that they said ended up winning me over a guy that had a bachelor's degree and over 10 years of experience. Because he was, he was good at his job. He knew the technical aspects, but he wasn't flashy. He wasn't showy. He was very, very by the book. Like, and I guess he wasn't innovative enough. I guess he knew, he thought he knew everything he needed to know. And I was, I'm young, I'm hungry, still young and hungry. And they ended up going with me. Is that because you're not being paid enough? <laughs> Is that because I'm not being, no, I get, I get paid. I think for down here, I get paid. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not breaking 40,000 even before taxes yet. So I, I could definitely use some more. Um, luckily being married helps to you be able to afford a decent living around here. And I think I'm very fortunate to have the job that I do have because we know a bunch of people from high school that wanted to do the exact same thing. We all wanted to make movies. We all wanted to make it big in Hollywood. And I think I'm, what, the only one that actually got a job in that field that stuck? I mean, from what I... Only one that went to college for it. <laughs> no. I mean, th- that I'm aware of. I can of, think of like, at least. That's, that's kind of what that's kind of what college, I guess, does to mm. you. Like, it just kind of... And it, it definitely does help a little bit. Uh, in, in my degree field, though, it's definitely more about the work experience that you've got. Uh, in certain places like South Mississippi, where people don't really have the eye or the want to to search for, you know, stuff like that kind of content-wise, they don't really know what's flashy, what's big. They don't know what to look for. So they look for the default stuff, like a, a college degree. And so that, you know, that definitely got me further than some people. It got them to look at my resume and it got them to look at my reel. But ultimately, it was the work that I did prior. And that's what got me hired. So, I mean, I guess with that little segue tidbit, um, you talked about like the pay for down here. So, I mean, like overall, like someone that's looking or, I mean, you could go from a personal aspect, like the pay for your field. Like what, what, what makes you... (laughs) I mean, I don't, I don't even know if you really want to be, but what makes you want to be a commercial guy? I want. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. I want to be rich and famous. No, yeah. Everybody gets into arts and entertainment for two reasons. One or both of these reasons. They want to be rich and or famous. I would rather be more rich than famous. But, you know, you got you to gotta pay your dues. You got to take your licks. And you will start out, you know, just dirt poor for a while. And if you're starting off in Mississippi... It'll be a little bit poorer than most. I actually have uh, some statistics, some average pays from ZipRecruiter. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how accurate this is to what I while actually make. While you're do- <laughs> going through that list, let me pull up. Yeah, go ahead and pull Zip up ZipRecruiter. Yep, ZipRecruiter.com. So according to ZipRecruiter, the average pay, $46,500 a year or $22 an hour. That doesn't sound half bad. You can definitely afford a decent living off of that down in Mississippi. Do you want to know how much I make it? How much do you make? I don't make $22 an hour. I am currently just shy. Is it how much of an hour? $22 an hour. Oh, I th- I th- okay, yeah. 
you know, I, I don't even crack $18 an hour. So that's, I mean, it hurts to see that. But I mean, I want to know where these people are making 22 hours making commercials in Mississippi. Because I might want to work there for a little bit. The national average is $57,500. And even that's, that's not a lot. I mean, you need to make at least $100,000 a year to afford like a one-bedroom apartment in, you know, Los Angeles. So... It's really the people that make it big, the huge YouTubers, the big time commercial producers that do Mercedes commercials, casino commercials, things like that. They're like the top one to 5% of people that make it huge. So yes, I went into this wanting to make money, but I also wanted to create videos. I like making videos. That's the artistic side of me. I like to be able to tell short, concise stories. So while I would like to make money, I'm not making as much as I want to, and I'm okay with that. For now because i get to you know use my creative juices so did you find what what the average you is yeah <laughs> that's why i'm is staring it? at you just like <laughs> you were you're I'm gonna let you finish but <laughs> <laughs> well i mean like so i think a general statement uh when it comes to like positions so it's commercial producer um i just looked up computer technician you see, that's another problem. There's so many different names for one job, yeah. and it allows companies to pay you whatever they want. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. But computer technician, according to the the Mississippi average, uh, you're looking at about $19 an hour. Nineteen huh. twenty-three an hour. That's still more than what I make now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I so, got to the wrong career field. So... Um, I mean, obviously, this isn't the story for everyone, and I'm, I, I, I want to have this conversation simply so people can kind of like look. So you're, but, you're a, you are a Cinderella story. You are a so, walking Cinderella story, man. So I have been a computer technician for mm-hmm. for three different companies. Um, in in what kind of in what time retailer. frame? What time frame is that? Like three companies in however many years? And within my eight years, like after graduation, okay. you know. So um, one with a retailer. Uh, one was with a small little independently owned company, and the other one is the Space Place. I will say the range in pay um, started out at thirteen fifty when I was with the retailer. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, it was the independent place, and then I went to the retailer, and I, I still made about thirteen fifty. I think I left that position at around fourteen dollars. Nice. So, which is another point. Um, I cannot stand annual raises. <laughs> like, good job. You yeah. did a great job. Here's 3%. Oh, my God. Like, I, uh, <laughs> you wait, you got 3%? Do you want to know how much I mean, that, my raise was? I think my last raise actually was 2.5. Yeah, I got 2. Yeah. That's the company yeah. capped my raise for my job at 2%, even though the national inflation is 3% on average. Um, but, yeah, so most recently, uh, so I have an associate's degree yep. in computer programming. Yep. Um, computer programming, not hardware, yep. uh, not engineering. <laughs> um, but when I got my field services technician job, uh, I was making $25 an hour. And that was, uh, that was a substantial increase. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I, I've met a lot of people when I was out there. I, I worked on people's computers, um, I did mobile installations for like their phones, help run their applications and stuff like that. And I mean, you meet a lot of people in doing that. And that's even when I was working at the retailer, I, I 
met tons of people. And that's actually where I got the technician job at the independently owned place. So, I mean, it's very networky. Yep. Um, Yeah. And a quick segue into that. I don't, I think a lot of people don't think about this or maybe just intentionally kind of look past it. It's like, they think that all they need is that lucky break and then they'll make it big. But even if you get that shot, you still have to be able to earn it afterwards. You have to be able to prove that you can do those things. So like, yeah, you, you networked and stuff and you got the, you got your foot in the door, but I mean, you, you proved that you can yeah, do it. There you, was, there was, yeah, there was definitely experience. It wasn't just like, oh, I just got this lucky job and then I sucked at it. Like yeah. I, so when I got the job at the space place within a year, my contractor actually offered me the HR position that I have. He said, Hey, we have something opening up. I think you would be very good at it because he met me in any opportunity that I got. I mean, I would speak to him. Like, I've always been a person that just, like, you have people that are like, oh, my God, that's the manager. That's the CEO. I'm the guy that goes up and talks to the guy and shakes their hand, and I'm just like, you're just another guy to me. Yeah. I mean, I, I one, of my, one of my favorite stories, and I would love for one day this to reach his ears, but I remember my GM at the retailer, I pulled the guy outside, and I was like, well, you and I have to have a conversation. And I, I wasn't – I was a nobody. I was a sales consultant. Like, you, I'm the least paid person in this building. And I was like, hey, we got to go outside, and we got to talk. And I was just like, look, your team, like, we're, we're not connecting. And I think that, that that has led me to a lot of opportunities because, like, I'm, I'm not really afraid to talk to the people. And what something you kind of find – and obviously it doesn't apply to everybody, but, like, in the tech field – you can find a lot of really socially awkward people because you, and it's not everyone. I mean, because I've met plenty of just people that are socialites and they love technology or like they're really smart, very technical people. But with that, I think, and this, this might just be the way our brains work, but like we just kind of overcomplicate social interactions and we start to think like, we're just like, what does this mean? Should I say this right thing? And I mean, maybe that's just more of like a personality trait. I don't know. But like, I just know a lot of people get so critical or they're just so socially awkward because they would rather just sit behind their computer that it it shuts down their networking capabilities. But I mean, and see, it's funny because people think the exact same thing about our people. They're they're shut ins that only want to draw on their notebooks and stuff. But like my industry is the exact opposite. We like our our, way of drama people. Remember drama class? (laughs) Oh my god, that is a boy. That that's a podcast episode in and of itself. (laughs) Oh my god, no. But I mean, our entire business relies on social interactions. I mean, you know, we I've met some people that you know didn't want to give away trade secrets and you know they, they didn't want to collaborate. But I'm super thankful, especially the company I work at now. Like everybody there is super open and super willing to listen to the ideas you have. Because if it's a good idea and you can put it out there and if a client will buy it, they're all for it. Uh, Both my managers, if you have an idea that you think can make some money or can make an impact in the community, they will specifically for you to flesh out the idea and see if it can work or if maybe you should kind of hold on to it for yourself and use it personally, you know, when you leave the company. Like I work for, I'm very happy for the people that I work for because they're very into all those kinds of things. They're they're super open about collaboration and stuff like that. So it's I like that it's different there. I don't I don't I don't have to pull people aside like, hey, you need to listen to me. I go, hey, do you have a minute? And they're you know all ears. So we've talked a little bit about pay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to say what I currently make. That's fine. After getting that uh that that transition job, <laughs> but um, I will say it was a great opportunity. <laughs> um, but with that. Mm-hmm. Um, how does that kind of interact with your lifestyle? I mean, does 
does your field allot you the type of life that you want when you're not at work? Because I think, I think like this is actually a thought that I had, and I was actually talking about that to somebody this morning, uh, conveniently enough at the retailer that I worked at. Um, I think one thing to think about when you're looking at your career is you stop the run and you enjoy where you're at and think about how you want to live when you're not at work versus when you are at work. Right. You know, I I think that's, that's incredibly important. And a lot of people get lost in the, the journey to like, let me succeed, 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 like succeed. Cause I could easily like, so I've gotten to where I'm at right now with an associate's degree at one point, like a year ago, I was like, Hey Matt, I want to go back to school and get an electrical engineering degree. I did one semester. I made a 4.0 GPA. I was doing great. And I was just like, pump the brakes. Is this really worth it? Because during that, honestly, I was actually fine. Like, I, 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 I was, I was enjoying this. I, dude, I love school. Like that's, you seemed kind of stressed though. When we were, every time we brought it up, I mean, I, I enjoyed school. Like, I, I don't know. I don't, Maybe I was reading maybe, those maybe, text messages wrong. Maybe you, we, you we didn't ha- reading we, the text messages. We didn't hang wrong. out a lot during that yeah. time. But I mean, because I was going to school, <laughs> like, I was I was maxed out at school, and like anytime I wasn't at work. But I mean, I, with that being said, you, I, I kind of had to think, like, you know, is it really worth going back to school and getting this electrical engineering degree, and because I want to make more money, you know, or I want to do this job. I currently do and I'm not saying like don't get a job that you really love but like I would sacrifice potentially three to four years of my life with my wife with with work and just overall in 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 general to get the same or a little bit more pay and like in my current position do I need that and I mean or does the, the pay that I have right now like does that support the life that I want and can I just like take that time and just enjoy, yeah. enjoy what I'm doing at home? I mean you know? that. I thought I would have a different answer for that kind of question because I knew it was coming up, but it it really is. It's a very personal question. I think my answer kind of boils down to that old saying: Don't let the hobby you love become the job that you hate. I I wish I got paid more, but that's only because I want more money. I want to be able to afford just about anything I want. Like, I don't want to be obscenely rich kind of thing, but I would love to, you know, not have to worry about paying a mortgage plus the car note kind of thing. And I'm not saying I'm there now. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable. But, you know, I, I, w- I would like to be more comfortable. And I I live, eat, and breathe video and advertising. So it, it doesn't bother me. I'm always in the chase. I'm always after trying to make the next best thing because I myself am never personally satisfied with anything that I do. I mean, and it's, it probably has a little bit to do with the fact that when I make something, I stare at it for hours on end. And when I watch the finished product, I don't see all of its imperfections. Yes. I don't see the finished product that everybody else sees. I go, ah, I could have done that better. That shot was too long. Ooh, dang. I could have, you know, switched that shot for a different take that I had. You're better to make my mark on the world somewhere. So my job affords me some comfortability some comfortability yes but it's because of my personality of never being satisfied and always wanting to do better and do more that keeps me going that's my drive so i think that would be the answer to my question like the hobby that i have is also the job that i love i don't 
yeah, I haven't experienced burnout with that just yet. I mean, I have what four different side jobs now. I've got my main job. I've got my YouTube stuff. We've got the podcast now. I do wedding work on the sides. We're up to five now. And I do those thumbnails still for that one YouTube channel. That may or may not be continuing. So I might drop down to four jobs. Total. They're ridiculous. <laughs> so awful. Yeah, because you and I, I yeah, we, I gave you one to do, and mm-hmm. you you saw. Well, like, so I saw that, but. What, what what got me was how they, they didn't offer another suggestion, like to change something. And then the actual result of the thumbnail is they, they literally made their own yeah. of the version that I made. Man, and if that is not... And, and then and then the icing on the cake was like, have they ever actually used one that you created? And you like found three that they changed. <laughs> like, and man, if that is not the perfect allegory for my job in the small town that we are now, that's I feel like that's a conversation we should have for another time. But like in a, in a quick, long story short, I've had clients before where this is a true story. I came up with three different versions of a script that they didn't like. Three different versions after showing them the original. And they said, no, nah, we don't really like that. After the third time. I think I remember this one. Yeah, they sent yeah. me back a script that they quote unquote wrote themselves and it was the exact same script from the first time the exact same i think maybe the last sentence had changed that's it those are those are the kind of clients you get sometimes it's more often than not when you're in a place like this but i feel like that's definitely a a conversation for a different time uh back to getting jobs and colleges and degrees and stuff do you know if college i mean we talked about college degrees helping you a little bit as far as experience goes mm-hmm. people tend to look at your your diploma first and de- your experience okay, second for i would say for us it's more experience versus really degree like i i think it, it's, it's kind of hand in hand like if you have 10 years experience of no degree versus someone with a degree that might be equivalent but if you have somebody with the 10 years of experience with a degree or a lesser degree and you have someone with like a master's but no experience that's potentially also an equivalent or you just get the guy with the experience you know um where were you going with that (laughs) (laughs) i might have had some talking points for top colleges for our particular degrees but okay i mean you kind of just kind of blew that out the water because it's the it's the exact same for kind of both of us i mean in in a way i would say i mean like you have the it technical institute yeah you know and um, i've got usc so i actually did have the question for you so like to, to me personally you have you have the field of science and technology like me personally and i'm not saying that aren't out there but i feel like there's not any one school that you could go to that encapsulates the entirety of science or technology it's more like hey what do you want to do i would like to go do electrical engineering okay this is the school you go to. I would like to go do computer science. Okay, this is the school you should go to. I don't feel like there's like one school that just answers all of that for technology. It, it, how is that for art? Uh, I mean, the... Because I think USC is just about one of the only one. You're right. It is it is a film school. Like you learned right. film. Uh, you don't really learn anything other than. So... Um, when you try to go into a different industry, like film is a whole different beast from commercial advertising. It's a lot shorter. The budgets are smaller. Uh, the turnaround is a lot quicker. Commercial advertising. Commercial is. advertising. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the way you sorry, said yes. that. 
in a commercial production, you write a script one day, you schedule to shoot three to four days from then, and then the day you film it, you're back in the studio editing as soon as you're done, and you have like a three-day turnaround at most. A week if it's a big shoot or if you're just slow. So um, it's, it's a tough question to answer because I went to school for media production. That's the That was my major, media production. And I took a lot of classes that encompassed a bunch of different mediums. I took radio advertising. I took television advertising classes. I even took some film courses, you know, how to write scripts and, you know, the terminology for certain things. So here's here, here's my one question, not, not to really cut you off, but what what I would like to get at or what I was kind of getting at, like we were, you were talking about the rich and famous thing earlier. You would like to be more rich than famous, yeah. but both would be great. Yes. <laughs> um, so obviously like in the arts world, I mean, there's a lot of different avenues of art. I don't necessarily just want to talk about film, but let's talk about film for a second. Yep. Um, so with film, obviously the goal would be Hollywood. Yeah. Right. I don't want to like put you in a crisis here with this question, but do you think we're in a pandemic? I might as well be in a crisis too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that Hollywood would ever take you based on your degree? Mm. Well, not experience, that, but like, could you go to USM and then mm. go to Hollywood? Well, see that doesn't, that doesn't put me in a crisis because I know how, that works like it it depends on what i'm applying for no i'm not going to be able to direct avatar two or three just with a usm degree that it doesn't work that way um and 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 just about every art real quick okay second part to that question was going to be is there a school that you could go to get a bachelor's degree or a certificate would accept you now continue short answer is no to all those things because uh Say say the question again so I can formulate the response okay, better. So so the base okay the whole question yeah. is is there a school that you could take that would basically put you on the fast track to success in that industry in, in, into Hollywood? Like this is the school that you go to if you want to get into Hollywood. And with that being said, could you go to a local university or something like that and not go to that school and still get in there on the same basis? Local university, no. There are, you've got big name colleges like Southern California and you've got like the American Film Institute, which is a a private two-year course that you can get. It's not an accredited, not an accredited institution, but you know, people recognize the name and that will get your foot in the door for sure because Hollywood sees that, okay, you've trained under people that we know so you obviously know something. We'll give you a basic job. Like you can be a gaffer. You can be a grip boy. Yeah. You know, you can Hold be. this light. Exactly. So, I mean, you, no matter where you go, in just about every single arts place, you have to start at the bottom. You have to be able to prove that you can work in that particular industry because everybody does something a little bit different. Um, art is a lot more subjective than science. Like there's not a very standardized way. Like, you know, a wire is a wire, whereas you light a scene this way and it brings out this emotion, but if you light it a different way, it brings out a totally different emotion. So, no, as far as schools that can get you immediate jobs, no. There's things that can get you in the door, for sure. There's no four-year fast track to get to big somewhere. You have to have the experience. And then once you you know start at the bottom and you work your way up a little bit, you can create things on the side like I keep doing. And then if someone sees that and they see... Like, that's another thing that's 
I'm, I'm going really deep into this one. A lot of times, if you're not working at a big place, like what I'm doing now, I'm not working at a very large advertising firm. If I made content on the side, it made my own like spec ads. Uh, a spec advertisement is an ad that isn't sold for a particular company, but I can make like my own Mercedes-Benz commercial kind of thing and just have it on my website and not make any money off of it. But if the people that do Mercedes commercials see that and go, hey, we like what you did with that Mercedes commercial. Do you want to do it for real kind of thing? Do you see what I'm getting mm-hmm. at? Like you have to be able to prove then people will give you that shot. Reel. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly. A demo reel. That's that's how the networking is done in, in my field. I mean, that's fair. I, I, I guess I got the answer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, you, I mean, yeah, like, so it, ultimately it, you, you wanted a yes or no question, but that was it's. There really is. There's hardly ever a yes or no question in this field. No, I I like the in-betweens. I I think, I mean, I was really just wanting to know whether or not, like, so with this area. Like the Mississippi area or? No, 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 not Mississippi. Like with with the science, the technical and all of that, I, I don't necessarily think, like, if you wanted to be an engineer, I don't think that it matters so much. That's like where that degree came from, you know, like as much as I would have thought something like the film would work. You See, know? Hollywood, as artsy as they are, they are very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, establishment-oriented. Because, I mean, they want to make money at the end of the day. Hollywood mm-hmm. needs to make money. They're spending millions up to a billion dollars on one movie. they got to make their money back somehow. So they follow the trends, and they follow things that have worked for them in the past. So... Yeah, if uh, one particular college turns out decent people because it gives them the skills necessary to do it, yeah, those people get the job first. But that's fair. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's kind of how it is with everywhere. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I mean, we I think we we covered pay. Yep. Uh, we covered lifestyle, and well, you never answered your question. Uh, that question for yourself. Does, does your job afford you the... You lesson? didn't ask me the question. <laughs> you just kept talking. <laughs> I, I apologize. No, I mean, like, it's fine. Um, so I will say, and it, and it may... No, I don't think actually we're the same in this. Uh, I'm not much of a shopper. Like, I don't I don't spend a whole lot of money. <laughs> what does that mean? No, no, no. I, 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 you'll, you'll, you'll know. Oh, okay. Um, but, like, I just... I, I don't really spend a whole lot of money. Um, and... But but I'm, I'm waiting to see where yeah, this goes. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I would say like I don't know. This might just be like a, a digging a hole type thing. But like the only things I really buy are very expensive. And you need to my, have my, this my, conversation <laughs> with my wife because she would definitely <laughs> say we're the same. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, but like the, the, the literally like the only things I will ever buy are like very expensive items and i do it maybe once or twice a year but like i don't like clothes like i have to wear them obviously but like i don't go out and i don't buy clothes i don't like if if i have new clothes it is because my wife went out and bought them from like goodwill (laughs) for me because i just i just don't care like i i remember going to like i don't know what store it was but like i walked in i was like 30 dollars for a pair of jeans and I know we, you and I have gone places and we, we've like, we've had this for a pair of jeans and you're like, yeah, that's normal. And I'm just like, I would never, like, if it doesn't come in a pack, I'm not buying it. <laughs> you know? Can you imagine like, buying like a two pack of jeans? <laughs> two pack of jeans. I would love it, dude. I would eat that. I would eat it up. You would eat <laughs> like, it up? <laughs> but, um, okay. So what you're saying yeah. is like, you think that 
I take more care of my appearance than you. That that's the point you're trying to make, no, kind of thing. That, that that's obviously like I, I went to the avenue of clothes, but like I I I don't spend, I don't buy, like, I don't just buy stuff. Like okay. like the things that I buy are like 100 percent absolute. Like yeah, this it, it takes me forever to actually buy something, and I'll only buy really one thing for myself. Like this is the most stuff I have bought in a very long time. Before that, like. I remember, I don't know, like I just think of the things that I actually went out and I bought for myself. Well, let me think. When's the last time? I bought a lens for my camera. Yep. And before that, at the same time I bought the lens, I bought the lights. But before that, it was the camera, like a year before that. Mm-hmm. And it's just like like that's just how I buy things. Like I I, I so I buy expensive stuff, but I don't buy the stuff very often. Yes. Um as far as like my lifestyle, I'm very, I'm, I'm just kind of whatever. I will say like the tech field with the money that you make. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> you, you can afford to buy those. Yeah, things. I, you can afford yeah. to buy those things. But most of us, I mean, our, our things are expensive. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, uh, I'd, I'd hate to break this to you, Ed, but uh, we're kind of the same in that field. Um, oh, I like, know. Like this entire outfit, aside from the jacket, is from Walmart. And I am not ashamed to say, I'm going to look at the camera right now and say this. This jacket is from a Hudson's treasure hunt. They had like some awesome jacket sales going on. This is a Ralph Lauren polo jacket that just happened to show up on a truck one day. So, but I never would have bought the jacket <laughs> like that. That's the difference here. I, I can't tell you how many times I've walked into Goodwill. Like, okay. So I've had this conversation my wife is like, hey, you need new jeans. And I'm like, all right. We go to Goodwill, and I'm just like, eh, I don't need anything. We come home a week later. I'm like, I wish I had more than one pair of jeans. Okay, I, I will say that. Like, <laughs> I just don't I just yeah. don't buy things. I like, will say, like, I only own one pair of jeans, just like you, but my jeans do cost, like, 30, 40 bucks. But that's only, okay, but that's only because these are the only jeans in existence that I like. They are true craft jeans. I buy them at Belk. And I love a good pair of bootcut jeans. I, I these are like Lee's. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what these are. I, I suffer from what is known as chicken legs, ladies and gentlemen. That means Yeah, you don't got that problem. You got them thighs. <laughs> you got thunder thighs. I'm talking about more my calves. You, can, you do have some <laughs> yeah. huge I, I don't calves. I don't I don't think the chicken leg part is necessarily the thighs because chickens have they have thighs, okay. Well, but it's, it's I, the have, calf I have, I have, yeah. In. I have very skinny calves, so I need something that hugs my thigh, flares out at the calf. It hugs my calves. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, I, I've always had this issue. Like it's not like the hourglass figure. That's my leg, starting from the top <laughs> on the way down. Like literally, it goes thigh, kneecap, calf, and taking pants off, like it gets stuck around my calf. <laughs> like <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to get like there with the conversation. But like that, that that's literally like that is my life. And right, let, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna, <laughs> s- I'm gonna steer this ship <laughs> away from a calf shaped iceberg that we're just, heading towards. Just starboard. Let's go. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I I do buy expensive things. I mean, we are currently filming this podcast on a six thousand dollar camera uh, lens combo. She did know that. Yeah, we're filming on the Sony A seven S three with a. How long would that take you to pay, like, to pay off with your job? It's actually, well, okay, well, see, here's the thing. All, I buy expensive things, yes. I have an expensive camera, I've got an expensive lens, and I've got lights and things like that. However, the toys that I buy are all making their money back because I have so many side jobs. Like, I make 
money with weddings on the side and I'm making 800 to $1,000 per wedding kind of thing. So all the stuff I buy is expensive, yes, but I'm not using my actual base income to pay those things off. They are paying themselves off with the stuff that I do. Yeah, I'm not dipping out of pocket change and that camera's actually already halfway paid off now. Come tax time, that might even be all the way paid off if I'm lucky. Yeah, and I mean, you've seen how millionaires dress these days now. Like, they buy super cheap clothes when they've got all the money. Like, when you finally start making a little bit of money, you don't want to spend it. That reminds me of a movie I watched the other day. What was it? Uh, Crazy Stupid Love. Have you seen it? Ryan Gosling and Steve Carell. Oh, no. I haven't watched that one yet. I remember you talking about that. <laughs> he was he was wearing, uh, Steve Carell's wearing New Balances, and Ryan Gosling, like, he's like, are you Steve Jobs? Are you the CEO of Apple? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he's wearing freaking New Balances, like blue jeans. And yeah, it's just like, it's a like the, the more financially stable and the older I get, like I still want to look nice, but I don't need to spend $1,000 for a shirt that looks the exact same and costs $8 at a Walmart. Like this polo, it looks fine and I'm comfortable in it and it didn't cost more than $10 after tax. I think the most expensive thing I have on now is this watch, a Seiko that my dad gave me. I think this shirt was like $2. I mean, I'm not saying your jacket's expensive because that's cheap, but this shirt was like 2 bucks. This jacket was actually $80. <laughs> that's more expensive than it would have been had I bought it at an actual Ralph Lauren. I still got a steal. But Wait, how much was the jacket? Uh, it was like 200 bucks before. Wait, how much did you pay for it? I paid 80 80 bucks for the jacket versus the 200 plus it originally cost because every time you go see that at the store at the goodwill or whatever they have the original tag on there yeah so you're like whoa what a steal and i saw whoa what a steal i could never <laughs> you could never <laughs> I could never pay 80 dollars for a piece of clothing and i don't i don't think you're ridiculous for it but just me personally i cannot pay that i could never pay that much money this still counts as lifestyle for art versus science uh, yeah, right absolutely. <laughs> i mean it's 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 your lifestyle i mean so i would say to, to maybe to to talk more direct to it how does your career slash interest affect your lifestyle not necessarily like the pay can it afford you mm-hmm. what you want but like how does it affect your life so you, you talked about your side jobs yep. like is that because of like because that's what you want to do or is that more of like an arts thing like mm. is is that the avenue that people take for their lifestyles you know not everybody no um this was born both out of just coincidence necessity and a need to create more um like i said i mean we were both living in south mississippi you have the space place to work at i am currently what what does that say no space on the memory card oh Spot shoot one. I guess we need to switch out the memory card. I want to see some cool intermission. Po- yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say some cool co- podcast magic, and we'll just make a cut. Hey, we're back! <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so we're gonna take a quick break, and we're gonna trade out a memory card. Okay, so we're back. We uh, realized that. After using a 64 gig memory card, we've been talking for a solid hour. Yes, <laughs> and that's that's a long. It felt t- like 35 minutes. It felt like, like it, that's it felt ha- much shorter. That's what happens when you spend time with friends. Yeah, you're having fun. You're having. Like that's insane. <gasps> Are we not <laughs> friends? Uh, we're absolutely friends. <laughs> but I think that's the same. <laughs> you think that's the same? Well, I mean, I think we covered 
a lot. We both covered our pay, degrees and what have you, like job experience required or not required, stuff like that. I think it's a pretty solid uh, introduction to the kind of podcast this is going to be. Hopefully we can make things maybe... Maybe a little more concise. A little more concise. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to use the word shorter. Concise is, yeah, a little more... It'll be more technical yeah. oh, my next God. time. <laughs> it'll, be a, it'll be a more guided tour into yeah. our brains than yeah, this absolutely. one. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Ed, do you have anything to say? Yeah. Um, if you liked what you listened, feel free to follow slash subscribe. Hey, tag yeah. anything into the podcast. Share if you'd like. Um, tell your friends about it. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Very, very technical plug. Good. Yeah, it's enjoy. Be great. Yeah, we are we are in for an adventure. We got a year and a half worth of topics saved up for us to talk about. This is going to be a heck of a ride. So you guys do not want to miss what we're gonna talk about next. Appreciate All right, that's it. it. All right. See you guys later.